0: You're listening to a Mint podcast, brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Why Not Mint Money, the podcast where we break down financial concepts and trends to help you make informed decisions. I'm your host, Akshat Rahudgi, and today we are diving deep into the world of loans against mutual funds. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Did you know that according to AMFI data, only 54% of retail money in equity mutual funds stayed invested for more than two years in the year 2020. The rest of it got redeemed for various reasons. Now, a part of the reason behind this might just be the lack of popularity around borrowing against mutual funds. But things are changing, my friends. Enter new players like Vajaj Finance, Mirai Asset, along with fintech startups like Volt 20 Dhanlap and Abhi Loans that are altering this landscape. They are bringing a fresh perspective to the table, making it easier for you to obtain a loan against your mutual funds and all it takes is a few minutes. Now, how does this process work? Let's take a look at the user journey step by step. First things first, you can start by setting up an account on a chosen FinTech platform or bank or NBFC. It's a simple process and it lays the foundation for the journey ahead. The next step is a one-time verification process. Your identity is confirmed using your Aadhaar and PAN credentials, adding an extra layer of security and compliance to the entire procedure. Safety first, right? Once you are verified, it's time to handpick your mutual funds against which you want to secure a loan. This part is crucial. You are essentially digitally pledging these selected mutual fund units. And guess what? It's a seamless process facilitated by RTAs like CAMS and KFintech. A quick OTP and you're good to go. But here's the catch. These pledged mutual fund units are locked in the favour of the lender. That means no redemption or sale until the loan is repaid. It's a bit like making a promise and sticking to it. Now on to the following steps. You review and electronically sign the loan agreement with an extra layer of security through OTP verification. You also set up your designated bank account and establish an e-mandate which takes care of loan repayment automatically. So the future is here my friends. Here's where it gets interesting. You have a choice between an overdraft or an immediate disbursal of the loan. The former gives you access to funds as needed, while the latter is more like a lump sum. Flexibility meets convenience. And the cherry on the top, the efficiency of this process shines to the prompt disbursement of funds. You could potentially get the loan amount on the very same day you apply. Talk about convenience at your fingertips. So there you have it folks, borrowing against mutual funds might not have been popular before. But times are changing. FinTech-driven mutual fund loans are paving a way for a smoother and a more accessible borrowing experience. Now, one thing that varies across these lenders is the loan-to-value ratio, or the LTV. It simply means if you have hundred rupees worth of mutual funds or any asset or any, uh, for say gold, how much of that hundred rupees can you get as a loan? So, equity mutual fund-backed loans typically over around 50%, while mutual debt-backed mutual fund loans span from 70% to 85%. And let's talk about interest rates. So, banks typically offer anything between 8 and 16%. However, the average loan book of banks for loans against mutual funds is around 11%. Volt Money and Mirai Asset Financial Services step in with rates as low as 9% thanks to their partnerships and innovative approaches. But wait, there's more. When it comes to processing fees, banks have digital fees ranging from 0.5 to 1%. However, the physical fees makes it a whole different game. It ranges from 2,000 to 4,000 plus GSC. And that also depends upon how much are you going to take the value of the loan. On the other hand, Volt Money, Dhanlap and Mirai Asset Financial Services have basically kept it simple, charging around 999 rupees plus GST. Alright, now let's talk about repayment options. You've got the choice between balloon payments and EMI. Balloon payments mean you pay the entire principal at the end of the loan or whenever you feel like, while EMI allows you to make regular payments of the principal. Flexibility once again. Now here's the golden nugget. Taking a loan against a mutual fund gives you the power to choose your repayment approach. The credit line facility offers unmatched flexibility. However, you can even defer repaying the principal. So at the end of the month, you're just primarily repaying only the interest. As we talked about balloon payments versus the EMI. Now let's talk about the size of these loans. Well, they range from 25,000 rupees. At a minimum, to a whopping five crores, depending upon the lender. Some lenders might restrict you to their own schemes, as in the schemes of their own fund houses, while others open up a wider range of options. And here's a real kicker: these loans aren't just limited to one purpose. You can use them for anything from reinvesting in the market, funding business needs, handling medical emergencies, and even replacing that car loan that you take. Possibilities are obviously endless. But like any financial move, there are pros and cons. Selling mutual fund holdings to fund short-term needs might be intuitive, but it can disrupt your compounding journey and come with extra costs. That's why taking a loan against your mutual funds definitely becomes a question. Now let's talk about the pros of taking a loan against your mutual funds. Well, for starters, it's it's tax efficient, your investments keep growing and you avoid paying paying any short-term or long-term capital gains tax, whichever might be applicable. Plus, you can time the market better, dodge exit load charges and stick to your investment strategy. And guess what, if you're using these funds for business purposes, the interest you pay might be a tax deductible business expense. Now I know some of you might be wondering when's the right time to take this step. Here's a golden rule. In times of market highs and appreciating investments, consider borrowing against underperforming funds. And when markets are down, borrowing might be a wise move, guarding you against selling units at a loss. But remember my friends, while this approach has its benefits. It's not without its challenges. It's all about finding the right balance between potential benefits and risks. And with that, we wrap up today's episode of Why Not Mend Money. Remember, financial decisions are never one size fits all. It's all about making informed choices that align with your goals. Thanks for tuning in and until next time, keep exploring the world of finance with a curious mind. If you have any questions, you could reach out to me on Twitter, other it underscore Akshar. Or you could also connect with me on LinkedIn at the rate Akshat You could also mail me at akshat.rahadgi at the rate for any updates. Thank you. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms.